I think we can properly say that everyone has been affected by divorce in some way. Some shape or form, we've all been affected by divorce, whether personally, within our families, friends, some maybe now are actually in the process or have been through it, or you know people that have gone through it. Unfortunately, it's extremely prominent and affects so much of us in our culture. Now, marriage was not established for the sake of divorce. Right? No one goes to the altar desiring to give of their life to their spouse and at the same time desiring to get divorced. Nobody wants that. Because that's not what marriage is. Now, when I say marriage, when we say marriage, we really want to make sure we understand what are we talking about. Right? So when I say marriage, when we say marriage and the gift of the church, this is what we say. This is what it means. It's a man and a woman, by their own free decision, choose to establish a whole new type of friendship. They choose to establish a whole new type of love. This friendship is an exclusive friendship, faithful, you and only you unto death. It's a total type of friendship. I'm going to self-give all of myself to you, body and soul. I'm not holding anything back. Nothing will I ever hold back from you. It's a total self-gift. It's also a fruitful type of friendship and type of love that this total self-gift, this total love, spills over at times into new life into children, into family. This is the type, when I say marriage. Now this type of relationship, this new relationship that you choose, that spouses choose to enter into, is by its nature a sacrificial type of love. It's a love that is self-sacrificing. So when I say marriage, in the nature of what marriage is, it's a love that is always and forever will be a sacrificial type of love. Now, why? Like, what are you sacrificing for? Like, why sacrifice? Like, what's the point of sacrificial love in the context of marriage? Well... The answer ultimately is the cross. Christ himself completely gave of his life. He suffered, he sacrificed his life for his bride, the church, us, so that we might become holy, so that we might actually have eternal life. Christ gave of his life, he suffered, he sacrificed completely, total self-gift. He did not hold anything back so that we, his body, the church, his bride, the church, 
might have eternal life. So too, this sacrificial love and the reality of marriage is for the sake of making each other holy, of assisting your spouse to get to heaven. That's the whole point of the sacrificial love that is marriage. That I'm going to totally give of myself to you completely so that I can assist you to be holy. That I can assist you to get to eternal life. Christ models so beautifully the gift of sacrificial love for all couples as he did it first for us, his bride, his body, the church. Now, we live in a culture that heavily promotes self-love, right? To care for oneself above all things, and even at times above all peoples, right? The idea that sacrifice makes no sense. That No, no, no. If I sacrifice for you, that means that's going to cause me pain, and that's not good for me. Mm -mm. I don't want to do anything that's not going to be good for me. This sacrifice is going to cost me, and I'm going to experience pain. So no, I will not do that. That's what the culture says, the reality of self-love. Now, I am not saying that self-love is not good, because self-love actually is very good. We have to realize this. Jesus said clearly in the gospel that you are to love your neighbor as yourself. So self-love is good. But we have to recognize that there has to be a proper balance between self-love and sacrificial love in the reality of not only our lives, but particularly in the reality of marriage. You have to have a proper balance of self-love and self-sacrificial love in the context. Otherwise, it becomes disordered. Without this proper balance... This is where we begin to experience the effect of divorce. Within marriage, when you have self-love that begins to elevate itself above sacrificial love, where a spouse becomes selfish instead of selfless and elevates themselves above their spouse, then their heart becomes hard. Then comes forth from that, an effect that's disordered, an effect that causes divorce. Whenever self-love is elevated within the relationship above the other, this is always going to be an effect. It will be the process, unfortunately, that begins the disorder, the destruction, and the separation of which God desired for all eternity, for all of this world, to be together in marriage. Unto death. This is where divorce comes from. From the hardness of our hearts. Where self-love is what's primary. Where we don't die to ourselves for the sake of life being given to the other. And this was true in my own family. I watched both of my parents 
have to suffer and me, myself, have to experience the reality of divorce. I experienced my dad's own hardness of heart. I watched my dad through infidelity, through drugs and alcohol, through abandoning the family. I watched my dad choose his pride, his self, above my mom and above me and my sister and my family. I watched the reality and experienced the hardness. Not what my mom or we wanted, but yet my dad made a choice. And he chose himself. And the effect of him choosing himself was the reality of us experiencing this complete separation and destruction to which God never wanted for my mom, for me, or the family, nor for my dad. Now, the world will tell you that you're crazy if you choose to sacrifice your love for another, sacrifice yourself, particularly within marriage, especially, especially if that person hurts you. The world will tell you, oh no, you push them aside. They did this to you. Oh, they don't deserve love anymore. They don't deserve to be taken care of anymore. To be honest with you, I myself actually fell into that. I fell into the culture of the world. And I actually became angry at my mom. About five years after my dad abandoned the family, no contact, no nothing, had no idea what was going on. Been in a horrible situation trying to get ourselves out of a hole that he threw us in. Watching my mom suffer. And all of a sudden, we get a phone call. We find out that my dad is dying of stage four cancer. He's got a 5% chance to live. He's in the hospital. So my mom, myself, my sister, we decide, you know, we're going to go back to the hospital. We're going to go. And we're just going to be there while he dies. And then I find myself I found myself watching my mom begin to take care of my dad. Because it wasn't just for this day. Because it was a process. And my mom took my dad to every single chemo and radiation appointment. Every single day I would watch my mom put my dad in a wheelchair. Even to the point one day I'll never forget. I walked in the house and I'm watching my mom clean up my dad's puke. And I was angry. I'll never forget. I looked at my mom. And I yelled at her. I said, Mom, how could you do this? This is a man that has spit on us in the greatest way. And here you are cleaning up his puke. What are you doing? I'll never forget. With the most tenderness... And tears in her eyes. She looks at me and says, My son, it's not just your father whom I love, but it's Jesus and your father whom I love. 
I have never, ever been so close to sacrificial love in my entire life. And what's crazy about this is my dad miraculously lived, miraculously lived. And from that point, from experiencing the sacrificial love of my mom that she wouldn't give up on him, my dad had a crazy conversion. He gave his life back to the Lord. And then five years from then, he died. But he died with all the sacraments. There were 16 priests at my dad's funeral. Because my mom chose to not let the hardness of her heart, to not let the hurt and the self-love be elevated above sacrificial love of her marital love. It offered the opportunity for my dad to have eternal life. I watched my mom sacrifice her own life so that my dad could become holy, that he could have eternal life. Like I said before, unfortunately all of us have been affected by divorce in some way. It's horrible. It hurts. It's not what God wants. But never, my brothers and sisters, ever, ever underestimate the power of sacrificial love. Never underestimate the power and the healing that God can do in and through you through sacrificial love. Especially when this sacrificial love is given to another and that other being your spouse. Amen.